Welcome to We're Not Your Mothers with Barb and Beth. Over 80 years of adulting experience. We don't have all the answers, we just think we do. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Barb. And I'm Beth. And we're starting our podcast where we're answering questions and going over some social situations and giving our take, the take of some 60-ish women, mothers, daughters, sisters. We have had a lot of relationships over the years. Also friends, friends since 1975. We'll get into that in a little bit. So um, Beth's going to tell us why we decided to start this journey of ours in a podcast world. Yeah, so the how, I'm sure there's people who are thinking, why the heck are these two women doing a podcast? When, let's face it, a lot of our, <laughs> a lot of our friends don't know what a podcast is. I didn't know what a podcast was for a long time. And how did it even start? Well, I now that I've been working from home, I wanted to listen to a certain person's podcast that he was on a bunch of different times. So after I listened to all his podcasts, I was like, hmm. So I started searching around for podcasts, and I came across a podcast, and it's Eliza Schlesinger is her name. And she's I, I recognized her because she's a comedian, uh, a young woman. Uh, she's very bright and articulate, and I recognized her because my girls would listen to her. I, I have seen some of her shows and stuff. So I tuned into her, and it ended up that her show is an advice show. It's she and her friend Emily, and they uh, people write in and they give advice. And I was listening to her, and one of the questions had to do with um, friendships and about friendships when, like, before you're married and when you're married, and um, how friendships yeah, change how friendships over the years. change and stuff. And I thought to myself, just at that moment, I thought, you know, that might be answered by somebody with a little more experience, a little more maturity, a few more years. You liked her answer. But, and that's it. That's, she gives really good answers. I've listened to a lot of what she does, and she does give, so maybe nobody does need us, Barb, if they listen to Oh, they to might Eliza. not. They might but not. But she does give very, very good answers. And, and to be honest, she gives answers that I think would be from an older person's perspective. They're, she's wise. Anyway. So I listened to that, and as soon as that question came up, it came into my head, we are not your mothers with Barb and Beth. And I thought, that is it. We are going to do a podcast. And yes, I'm just going to interrupt you for a second and say <laughs> she took it to me all excited, and I was like, uh, I don't know yep. about that. Yep. We do spend a lot of time floating in Beth's pool, on the weekends, because we're both working people, but on the weekends, we float in the pool, and we talk about videos, and we talk about letters to Dear Prudence, and we talk about Judge Judy, and we talk about all these different <laughs> social scenarios, and we work out solutions that exactly. we think we're very wise. Yes, I think we are very wise. <laughs> we're very sensible. Yes. And I think that we give just some good, no-nonsense kind of... Yes. Perspective. And I have and to... We, and, and to be honest, the way I look at things now at 61, 
compared to how I looked at things at 41. Right. And the 61 perspective is better in many situations than the 41-year-old perspective. Right. And it's so not... that's what I'm hoping that we bring. But part of what our deal was is not just to be giving the youth the benefit of our experience, but also our contemporaries who struggle with sometimes their own things. Not that we don't have struggles, of course we do. But, you know, we have contemporaries or peer groups that have problems with daughter-in-laws or son-in-laws or their own husbands or their own wives, you know? And work relationships. And work relationships. And how they work with younger people. And younger people do things differently than we do things. But that doesn't mean that the way they do things is the wrong way. Right. Just because, you know, not everything has to do with seniority. You no, know, just because everything you've been doesn't. around a little while. It's like, you know, the young people bring, I think that's why I think it's important to be around young people. It they, is, I agree. They, they keep you young, they teach you things that you didn't know, and they do, They have a different way of looking at it. I actually think our friendship with you and I, I think that, uh, I really do think you have made me a better person in ways. Oh. Because well, I do. I think that you have, um, over the years, not that you don't drive me absolutely crazy. With I don't know what things, that's about. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that that sometimes uh, you've said things and I've thought, oh, you know, I never thought of it like that. And that's what my goal of this is, is that two things. Oh, I never thought of it like that. I would like people to take away. And I would like to uh, maybe explain to younger people why we do the things we do. It's not just because we're wacky. Right. Some of it is that we're wacky, and some of it is because there's a good reason. Like, I'm going to give an example. Okay. Do you mind? Can I give an example? Yes, give an example. My example is uh, putting name, put, okay, people, please put your last name on your wedding invitations because a lot of time, People our age write checks. We know that you don't do checks in general, so you might not really know the whole check thing. Beth, a bunch of people just turned us off right now because no. we talked about checks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying this is the reason. This is the reason why we do it is that we are afraid that that box full of money can be stolen. That's true. That's We've exactly seen it. Exactly why we well, do I it. Well, I haven't seen it, but I have been at a wedding Beth where is, that did happen one yes. time, and. So the, that is why we do it. It's not just like, oh, these people, don't they know how to use Venmo or don't they know how to We do. Put cash? We do know we how to do use Venmo. We do know how to do it. We, <laughs> we do it this way because we want things to be easier for you in the big picture. So that is just like one of the things that an explanation is why your mother and your father insist on writing checks when you go to your cousin's wedding. That is one <laughs> I of the have reasons. to say, I have limited, I only now write checks at weddings, and it's because of the damn box. Yes! Because, <laughs> and because I, I want to know that they got the money, that the gift that I gave yeah, them. Exactly. And when they cash the check, I know. But I know what Venmo, Venmo is accepted. I know it would work, but that right. just seems weird at a wedding and I'm I could be you know I am a boomer we I admit it if I'm wrong and you guys can write me we we have a gmail account we're hoping that people will write in their questions and you can write an email to us and say you're so wrong 
Venmo is the way to go, and I may change my tune. But yes, I would change my tune. So our just to give you our email, it is we are not your mothers one word at gmail.com. We're looking forward to hearing from listeners, and if you have some burning question or problem that you can't take to your own mother or father or and your peer group doesn't understand whether whatever your peer group is we're your people we're your people we're your people we'll try we're, we're no judging we're just going to try <laughs> the other thing that happened with being making this happen is that once i got the idea to do it i knew that the big issue for us was going to be the technology i was like first of all it has not been that long ago that I said to my husband, okay, how do I tell my phone what I want it to do on my te- television? You know, it's like, I, or how can I, how does the clicker know that I want to go to this? So trust me, that was going to be the big barrier. I'm so, not like that. Okay. <laughs> no, and you have been wonderful with this. That's for I, sure. I try. You have been. So I reached out to somebody. We have a friend who's a young person, a, a friend of uh, my daughter's, and he does this kind of stuff for a living. He's always, he's been doing it like since he's in high school. He did, uh, like he would tape the games. Uh, the His name is um, Zach, and he would tape the volleyball games and football, and he did all that, and then he went on to Ball State to do it, and now he has a job professionally doing this. He He's living the the life that he always wanted, doing the kind of work that he always wanted to do. And when he said to me, he, I was asking him, we were, uh, I had some thoughts on how I could get help with this. And he said to me, if you can't find anybody, I will help you. And I thought. Because he thought it was a great idea? Because he liked <laughs> me. No. <laughs> I'm just wondering how this all came about because well, I came it. in late. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so when he said, I will help you, right then I was like, this is happening. Because then I would go around, I have a producer. I have a producer for my podcast. Oh, and yeah. trust me, people are like, oh, if we have to hear about the podcast one more time. Well, this is how it goes. Beth goes, well, you know about our podcast. And then everyone looks right at me like, please explain. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. It's, it's, please explain, and you really have not been talked into this, have you, Barb? I mean, that's what the, the I have including own, your own children who are in the house. My own children, yeah. Your own, your own daughter and son-in-law. Yes. They think it's a good idea. We sent them a little, you know, sample, and they liked it. I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Well, exactly. The point is, is that... That we are here actually doing it. That we have people. We have our Katie and we, we have, have a, Tanya. We have people. That are, I like to call them our international team. Yes. Because they're Canadian. Yes. And <laughs> so I started looking around. You know, you can find all this information on the internet. So I came across Katie. And Katie owns a company called um, Creative Media. And... She, That's not I the name was, of it. What is it? What is Katie's company's um, name? Okay. What's the name of the company okay. now? The name of the company is Creatorly Media. So I was listening to one of uh, Katie's uh, YouTube on how to do your podcast. And at the end of it, it said, she talked about the company that she has that helps people start podcasts. 
and I thought, you know what, this is a lot more involved than just asking somebody for help. Right. I didn't think that it was something that I should do to Zach. You know, even though he's <laughs> lovely and I'm sure he would have been like, what have I gotten myself into? But I thought, okay, maybe we need to go with uh, to Katie. So, and speaking of Katie, can we just do a quick shout out to Katie and to Tanya for all their help yes. getting this started? Because they have been really, really responsive and very patient with us. Because um, obviously, you can probably tell we did not know what we were doing. Right. We know how to talk. Oh, we're so good. Yeah. But there's a lot more to podcasting than just talking you may yes. you may or may not know that but right. there really is and so shout out to tanya and katie at what is the called Create, creatorly media creatorly media and katie does a bunch of uh of youtubes and different things so she was very helpful so that's how we came to katie and then the next thing you know i'm i'm to barb saying okay Will you do this? Do you real? I'm I'm going. I don't to do remember this. that conversation. Yeah, it was it like was. it's happening. Well, okay. Well, then <laughs> I was like, "Are you on board?" And you were like, "Yeah, I I, I want to do it." So then that's, that's true. How we got to where we are now, and the truth is, the technology part is still has been a challenge because where we are is you know, it's yeah. just not that easy. But anyway, that's not so interesting. So that's how we came to the podcast. That's how uh, how we got to where we are right now, yeah. talking about the podcast. And yep. I have to tell you, I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited. She's very excited even about though, it. <laughs> well, and you know, and the other part is, I'm like, you know what? I, I need a little more excitement in my life. I, yeah. I'm like, I do the same work that I've done for a while. I, I, you know, a little something, learn a little something new. Yep. I don't want to learn anything new about work. I'm, or technology. Or, or technology. But we know more now about this than we than we did two weeks ago. True, true. So we know a little bit more than we did before. So okay. it's good to learn stuff. So yes. let's go into more about us. So We're going to tell you about ourselves. Yeah, so a let us bit. introduce ourselves. So let and me we will get to a friend. question, too. We yes, will get, we will to, get, a get to a question today. But let me introduce my friend. My friend, Barb. I've known her for a very long time, since we were sophomores in high... Wait, no. You were a sophomore and I was a junior. Yes. And we have been friends. We have a group of friends. There's six of us. We are still friends. We just went last weekend to one of the birth, one of the weddings of one of the children, and we're still a good group of girlfriends. Yes. And it's funny because we don't, we don't. All of us don't see the world the same way as at each, all. At all. We have all different <laughs> perspectives. But we really have a deep love for one another, I would say. I would say that's true. And we um, we are friends that don't have to agree on everything. True. Which I like that. And you and I don't always agree on anything. No, we do But anyway, not. getting back to my introduction. So here's my friend, Barb. And um, go ahead and tell us some about yourself, Barb. Well, I'm just going to say that I'm in my 60s, early 60s. <laughs> um, I have two grown children. Um, I live in the Midwest, um, as Beth mentioned, Ball State is in Indiana, as am I. Um, not born in Indiana, but been here a good amount of my life. Um, my daughter is not local. She is uh, married and I have two grandchildren. And then I have a son who is local. 
And Beth and I happened to live in the same town. It, we didn't always live in the same town, but we um, live very near each other. And as I said, Beth has a pool. So we spend a lot of time in the summer mm-hmm. um, floating in the pool and talking. Yes, and even if we don't have a pool, we're on the phone or right. in the car driving someplace. Right. And, keep each other company on the road or yeah and beth has a separate group of friends i have a separate group of friends mm-hmm. but we still have our old high school friends and just it's i have a lot of people in my life and i feel very fortunate about that mm-hmm. and i do from high school on have a reputation of being known as sensible very i'm sensible. not sure i mean i guess it's a compliment but i try to be fair-minded in the things in my opinions and I do give people breaks if they don't think the way the same way I do (laughs) (laughs) breaks yeah and you're like you have an ex-husband who you are very kind to and yeah like I think you have a you bring a good perspective about being divorced and having somebody in your life who's in your children's life so you have to exactly and I and I have to say that part of um, something that I'm proud about for myself is that I don't go through life fighting with people ever. And ever. ever. And I want to say that it's a conscious choice. I Do I get angry? Yes. Am I frustrated with people? Yes, I am. But I do not think that screaming at people <laughs> and throwing fits and trying to scream somebody into seeing things the way you see things ever works and I live my life by that code mm-hmm. I you know I've had many co-workers over my years or people who I would never hang out with in a million years and I spent a lot I will say I'm not a perfect person I spent a lot of time talking about them behind their back but well, that's I'm, what we're supposed to do <laughs> we're supposed to but I can't be perfect try to be pleasant in all aspects of my life and uh, it's a it's a work in progress, but I try. So uh, that's me, Barb. And now let's hear a little bit about Beth. So my name is Beth, and I'm married. I'm actually just uh, celebrating my 31st wedding anniversary. And I would say I would marry him again tomorrow. He's a good person, and I'm crazy about him. Now I do have to tell you, his name is Ed. I call him Ed only when I'm mad at him. But I normally refer to him as my boyfriend. So in our podcast, if I tell something and I say, oh, and then my boyfriend, I am talking about Ed, who is my husband. Because I did not know. Some people are like, you have a boyfriend and you have Ed? How does that feel? No, Ed is the boyfriend. <laughs> He's the same person. So it's a nickname. It's, a, it's my it's pet a cute name one. for him. It's what I call him. My, my my dad called my mom his bride or blossom. I call my boyfriend boyfriend. So we've been together for a very long time. We have two grown children. And to, to be quite honest, I... <laughs> I have told the young people at work, you really should listen because I have raised two really good people. So True. you, Barb, have raised two really good people. I like so them. we have, yeah, we have experience. <laughs> we have had situations. Um, mm-hmm. Barb has had to talk me down because I'm not like as nice as Barb about things. And uh, over the years, 
we've had to, she's had to talk me down a couple things with not how my children behave because no, I would never have needed that, but some <laughs> outside people like where I didn't think that they were that nice to my children and you know, mm-hmm. how do you handle that? Again, perspective. So yes. we can, you know, uh, I think that's some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about that we, you know, how we would handle things. Do we regret not handling things differently after we've had years to think about it? Very true. Or the things that you do think about that your children may not even remember, but you still, like Carrie, I do have a couple of those things. So I got married when I was 31. I had my first child when I was almost 34, and then the second one 13 months later. So I was almost 35. So I had uh, my children older, then, like, Barb had children already. Barb, how old were you when your first one, your first... I was born? 27 so we, and 29 when 27, I had my kids. 29. And that's another thing with our group of friends. We were at different places in our lives um, at different times. Like, mm-hmm. you know, your children were... You had children. I didn't have children. And, you know, those of us who didn't have children were like, oh, what is it with this bitty ball that she has to go to all Which the time? Which you need to explain because Which not everybody knows. But, you know, when you're, like Barb said, we are in Indiana and, you know, Indiana loves basketball. So their kids are in basketball from when they're very, very little. So very little. Anyway, it's a big thing that you do on the weekends. So and then it's, the it's Sundays, fun. it's like you go to the, the bitty ball games. But the, my childless friends would say, let's do brunch on Sunday. And it's like, oh, no, no, I have bitty ball, <laughs> and I don't miss it, because it, it it was fun. I miss those days. Yeah, I miss it the was, days, too. It was very fun. But, yeah, the, uh, single people with no children don't get it. They don't get it. So, <laughs> so that I, that's another thing, you know, that I do like about our group of high school friends is that we were in different places in our lives, but we always somehow have come back together and what I think is fun now that um, our children are grown and we have all this extra time and extra money and all the things that you don't extra have money I don't know but. well when you're, <laughs> that when your kids are little you know everything yes. is the focus of, of them and so now our friendships I think are stronger than they they're almost like they were when we were in high school except yes. for of course we don't see each other every day and stuff like that right. but so I spent in my 20s I worked for uh, different airlines I'm, I'm, I'm an airline girl at heart I loved it I loved those jobs um, I like to say that I used to, that I worked for a king because I worked for Royal Jordanian for a while, and our uniforms were designed by Queen Noor, and I just loved it. I just loved the whole thing. And then um, I had my girls, and now my girls are grown, and I'm back at work, and I work with a, I mean, the patience of the people that I work with. You can only imagine. I it's, can only imagine. <laughs> I can, as and, I'm sitting next to you doing this, yes, I can only me, imagine. They are, and each one of them, you know, I I do have to say I'm crazy about each one of them. To me, everything is all about the people. And yes, I agree with that. Going to work is about the people. When I used to be on the train, when I would take the train, and uh, Ed would say, where are we going? Well, we're going to a train friend's wedding. Why are we going to the wedding of people you met on the train? Because it'll be fun. Yeah. So it's all about the people, and they are they are a very good group of people. I'm I'm lucky to have them. Well, now you know a little bit about us. Yes. Should we get to a 
question. Yes. We have a question. Okay, can it's my, a, or a scenario? I, it's, a, it's a situation. A situation. Because we, because this is our first podcast, we don't have actually any questions. But if you want to send us questions, then go to we are not your mothers. One word. At gmail.com. Right. And you can uh, write to us and we will answer your questions. But until then, we are uh, we just have some situations that we've yeah. come across. So explain the first one we're going to talk about. Okay. So the first one that we're going to talk about is a TikTok video that I watched. And I... Barb loves the TikToks. I'm a recent convert. I very much looked down my nose at it. But I... I got hooked. I really. But why did you look down your nose at it? Because it's just staring at your phone. Just you know, I know everyone does it, and I do it too. Um, but just more. It's just a black hole, like the mm -hmm. old when people used to get into YouTube and stuff. And it's just like you look at one video after another after another, and right. that's and what then TikTok an hour is. and a half has passed. Right, and yeah. so um, it, it's a little bit of a guilty pleasure. But I've seen some videos on TikTok that have fostered some real discussion between Beth yes, and I. Uh, yes, it, it is a good place. And yeah. this is one of them. And for want of a better caption, I think Beth would like this to be called, Should I Dump Him? So really what the video is, I'm going to set it up for you. Maybe you've even seen it. It is a woman laying in bed in what it seems to be an apartment secretly audio recording her verbally abusive i'm putting that in quotes boyfriend while he's having a freak out <laughs> and she you can see her but you can't see him and he is losing his mind because they're having weather and the apartment is flooding and she is being extremely non-responsive to his agitation, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Beth, tell him your philosophy. Well, I, well, my philosophy, I say it all the time, and this is one of the reasons I've been married 31 years, only one crazy at a time. Exactly. But when the one is being crazy, the other one can't just sit there right. videotaping. So, exactly. He didn't know she was videotaping, which, but this was the deal. He is saying water is pouring in the kitchen window, water is getting on our outlets, what am I what am I supposed to do? And she's laying in bed quietly saying, Well there's dirty towels all over, just get some, you know. And he says, I have to work in the morning and she says, Oh and she just keeps saying, What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? As he is his Frustration is just escalating to the point where he's calling her names. And then he says, you know, if the outlet catches on fire um, or if the outlet gets wet, it could catch on fire. And then at the end of the video, he says, I just hope this apartment burns down and that you die in the fire, which is very unkind. Very unkind. <laughs> and, you know, between the name calling and everything else, does he qualify as verbally abusive? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, I hate when people are always about abusive, abusive. But, but I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean, he. it certainly was not his finest moment. Not There's his finest no moment. Do, do I want to... I really do believe that if we taught our children 
to fight fairly um, from when they were little with siblings and stuff that people would have better relationships. I think, you know, having a good, uh, productive argument is always good, but it, it has to be productive and it has to be, uh, it can't be mean-spirited. My whole right. thing about this TikTok, not about even the abusive part of it, if you know, with him yelling at her and stuff and saying what he said, which I don't find for one minute that he really did believe it. He was just spouting off, which, yes. you know, people do need. People will say, well, you say things when you're angry. I do not. I do not say things when I'm angry. No, like she that. goes quiet, which everyone I do loves. Quiet, which, yeah, it's kind of a gift, I would like to say. But also does, passive aggressive. It's very passive aggressive. But I do not say things that are mean to somebody. Right. I just don't. Not and he but didn't now my either. girls could be listening to this and going, What are you talking about? Yeah, you they said absolutely this or you could. said that. Yes. They would they would. I am telling you, I do not yell at somebody and say, you know, you're a dumbass, you're that I don't swear like if I'm having an argument with Ed, it never ever goes that way. Yeah, it never goes that way, and it is a conscious choice that it doesn't go that way. But and but I, but would, I was just gonna say back to the video. Oh yeah, back to what she, we're talking about. She clearly was trying to prove to the world, and I guess her her whoever is subscribes to her TikTok or whatever that she is involved with somebody who is verbally abusive. That was her goal. My question is, why don't you do something about it, which would be, that's fair, like, I don't like the way you talk to me, which maybe she has already done, but, or break up. Like, it's it's not fair to put him out in the world when he's at his lowest moment, and it sounds like, we're on the guy's side, and I'm not necessarily. Oh, I, I am. I would be like, he should dump her. This is well. This if is he finds I out, could. he may very well dump her. I think a lot of it, when it comes to social media, and this is the part that I'm gonna, that I have a problem with, is when people put things out there just so they can get comments like, "Girl, you don't deserve that. <laughs> You're better than that. You, you know." It's this validation, this need for validation. What problem did she solve by putting this video up? She didn't solve any problem. She made herself, in my eyes and in, in other people's eyes, and her boyfriend looked very poorly. Well, what I d did not like about that TikTok that you, know, that you told me about is that I'd, it just bothered me so much, no matter what else was going on in that room. I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I'm just saying what bothered me personally was how disrespectful it is to yeah. somebody that I'm I'm assuming... They clearly live together. They live together. They're in a relationship. She, I would imagine she loved him at one time or says she loves him now. I don't know. But I just thought it was so disrespectful to show him at a very weak moment out to the out to the world. I will tell you, I am very protective of my boyfriend. Yeah. I do not want people, I would not want people to see him at a very oh my low gosh. moment. I'm a, be, I'm a divorced person and I wouldn't put my ex out there like that. Yes, I think it's just, I. how are you supposed to 
get over all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? No. And it's like, he could, you know, she could say, oh, I'm so sorry, and uh, and he's sorry, and I love you, baby, I love you, baby, and everything gets back together. But always in the back of your mind. Right. And you know what? Time after time when it happens, I can tell you, and this is where the perspective comes. I, if my boyfriend were here right now, I think he would tell you that he trusts me to have his back like 100%. Like he never ever would think that I would ever do something to be disrespectful to him in front of his children, right? in front of his friends. He knows that I would never do that to him. This guy, always in the back of his head, would be like, you know what, I know what she's capable of. Yeah. I don't. I just don't like it. I just think it, have a little more respect for the person that you're with. Well, the, my, I guess my takeaway is solve your problems. If you don't get along and you, you have to be disrespectful in order to prove a point, mm-hmm. and I mean by secretly recording. By I, secretly recording, I don't like that at all. No. It's really, really, I mean, it's, I know why people do it, because there's a lot of he said, she said stuff that goes on after people have heated arguments, and it's like, you said this, and the other person has no memory of it, or whatever, so, you know, you think you're going to solve that issue, like, she could say, you said, I, you hope I die in a fire, and he could say, I don't remember saying that, because he was very agitated, so, I mean, I I get it as a tool. It's just an unfair tool to put out into the world. Right, right. To put out to, for the world to comment on your relationship. And, and I mean, I have to assume that she people would recognize her, know her screen name, know who he is. Mm-hmm. It's, exactly. It's not just I don't know them because I didn't even bother to look at what her screen name was or mm-hmm. I, I just watched the video and I was like appalled and I just I, I I don't know I just think that I'm just gonna say my opinion is that is a betrayal of the relationship the fact that she recorded mm-hmm. um is he innocent no but they need to work on that relationship in a, a more healthy right in a more healthy exactly. manner exactly and let me Barbara I have to tell you when like we talk about the recording of it and stuff. Let me tell you, one time uh, Ed said to me, he's like, babe, I fixed your phone so that if you would lose it, um, we can find it. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, does that mean that you can track me? That you know where I am? And he's like, well, if your phone, I was like, boyfriend, Get that off that right now. And he, we just started laughing. He does not need to know how often she's at Home Goods. <laughs> at Home Goods or the salon or the bakery. Exactly. He, <laughs> he this whole, I mean, Barb, we're going to have to do an episode on it. Oh, this I know. This whole tracking of people. Yeah. What is that and about? We have to be, we have to be respectful because Why? some of, we, because some of our listeners probably track each other. Well, they, <laughs> I don't. I don't get why everybody I don't has to know. Now, I it gets to the whole thing where like people, you know, when our kids were getting the phones, and then you could track them yeah. like they were in high school, and then you you have people that will say, "I would, I would track 
my kids always knew that I had the tracker on them. Mm -hmm. I knew where they were. Okay, I can tell you, we did not track our kids. I didn't track my kids either. I, the technology was relatively new. My my kids didn't get smartphones. They're older than Beth's kids, and they had phones, but they were not smartphones. They texted and, right. you know, and so to to the idea of tracking, oh, my gosh, it would have been a full-time job with my son. But <laughs> I honestly, I I like to think that we oh, had a somewhat... Such a good guy. <laughs> I like to think to be so good. that we had a kind of honest relationship. Maybe not complete honesty. I wasn't asking for complete honesty. But I kind of knew where he was, mm -hmm. you know. And he, like I said, it the deal was if I pay for your cell phone, you have to answer when I call. Because I was not a texter when my kids were in high school. I'm a texter now. But... And I called, and he answered because I paid for the bill, and that was my deal. Yeah, and I, with our kids, you know, our kids did not have um, really uh, curfews, right? Until, and this is what I would say: I, until I needed a point, if something happened, and now I have to track you, mm -hmm. then I guess I would have tracked them. But yeah. I, until something would have happened. And people could say, well, what if they had been kidnapped? What if they? Well, you know what? Then maybe I wish I would have tracked them, but I wasn't yeah. really worried about them being. I think the chances of being kidnapped are, are a little low. Pretty low, right? And we're gonna play the odds on that one. We're gonna play the odds because you know what? I think, like when it was said to me, well, and then, like I don't even want to go to somebody's house if I think they have cameras in their house. Yeah. There's something, and it's like, well, what are you doing that you don't want people to see? You don't need to know what I'm doing that I don't want you to see. I don't like that whole... Again, we're not turning off our audience. Some people have cameras in their and, homes and they want it. Right, it's just It's not, for TikTok because there's a lot of secret, like, recordings, in, like, for fun. For fun. In TikTok. Right, but I can tell you, I have never one time gone through Ed's phone. Not one time. Well, and... Mainly because those are company phones, and I don't even know that I have the code. But if I wanted the code and asked him for the code, I just do not feel it's like I just, I, you know, I come from an age where when like, you, there's an expectation of privacy, exactly, an expectation of privacy. I did not go into my girls' rooms when they were not at home in high school and start looking for things. Now, again. I never felt like I needed to. I would not have been a parent that was not involved. If I saw some bad behavior and thought I needed to find out what was going on, believe me, I could go all FBI, I'm sure, if I needed to. Uh. But getting back to the fact that we just that I raised good people, I didn't need to do it. But <laughs> shout out to <laughs> shout our out kids. To, me, to our good kids. But um, my point is, is that there is some expectation of privacy, and I... I just, it's one of the things, as much as I love my phone, as much as, much as I love that we're doing this podcast and the technology of things, I love that I can do banking, you know, uh. over the, you know, on your phone like you do it now, so different than years yeah. ago and stuff. I love a lot of it. But I think we've lost some of it, and the privacy part is things that we have lost in it, so... Well, that's, you know, you may find out that we have a tendency to ramble, but yeah, we do. I feel like we solved our little TikTok video. Yes. Bad behavior on both parts. Yes. I would say a betrayal on hers. Um, and what should we learn from it? I, I don't know. I would kind of, if you, if anybody wants to write in and tell us that we're completely wrong, we would discuss it on the air. I think yeah. we're not wrong, but, 
you know, I, I'm willing to listen. Um, do you want to talk about a different scenario? Do you want to... Um, I came Before we wrap something. up our first, our very first podcast. Well, yeah, our very first. Our very, and it's going to... Please forgive us for the things that have not gone well. We will be better at this. Yeah, we'll get better. At some time, yes. At some point. Um, <laughs> today might not be the time. Today may not be the time. But the next time, we will be better at it. But, we'll get better and better. Yes, better and better. So uh, one of the, I had come across uh, something where a man had written a letter, and he was like, we really do not know what to do. My wife and I do not know what to do about this, and it's a situation with our son. And when our son uh, came out of college, or was in college, uh, came out of college that the parents had paid for. I know none of this story, so that's why I'm being quiet. I'm listening, okay, just like so, you guys. And this is, I'm trying, I should have read it before, but um, he, they came, he came out of college, and when he came out of college that the parents had paid for, he wanted to be a teacher. Okay. And Noble. The parents did not see it that way. Of course. The, the mom and the I mean, dad I, were like, you will never earn enough money to support a family. This is his take on it. Yes. This is, I'm, just, I'm not saying he's right or wrong, Barb. I'm just saying this is what this letter said. And he was like, we did handle it wrong. We had different ideas for him. And uh, we like thought, what? I mean, he had a college education. I think, in I education. think they wanted maybe to be an engineer, or it was something like that. That he wanted yeah, but to you, do something okay. more like that, more of what he thought would, uh, more the path that they thought he was on. And all of a sudden, he's changing this path to something. Okay, while he been, was in college, he made a well, switch. No, it was after college. He came out after college, and now he went back to get a teaching certificate or whatever. And so now he's gonna be a teacher. And the parents were not happy about this Got choice. It. They were not happy about it at all. Mm -hmm. This is like five years ago, eight years ago, 10 years ago. He will not speak to the parents Ooh. because of how I, they reacted. My, my first question is, okay. how harsh did they become in, in expressing their disapproval of his career choice. Was it, you're gonna be a loser your whole life? Was it, you're not gonna make enough money? Which is, you know, fair, I guess. I mean, I think teachers so are sad. under- So sad, is that, is yeah. that's even a conversation. I think teachers are that, underpaid, yeah. it's a reality. Yeah, exactly. But it depends, and I'm sure he did not include this in the letter, but his son is clearly upset about what was said to him and in to own in order to comment or to make him feel better he has to own up to what was said well he according to this letter he said we were wrong my wife and i we were wrong my husband my excuse me my son has gone on to win teaching awards mm -hmm. he is very well respected in his field the kind of people we, we need Exactly. People who are he passionate is, about teaching. Exactly. He is a person we would want him to be. And we were wrong, is what he's saying. Mm -hmm. And I have told him we were wrong. And we have apologized. So but the letter is about grudges. The letter is about grudges, I guess. About, and about that he, that the son just cannot. 
get past it? And what are your thoughts on my that? Tho my thought is that we do have to be kind in our interactions with people. Everyone makes mistakes. I look back on my life and I cringe at some of the things that I have said, not just to my children, but to my friends or to my, to whoever. Like I said, I don't fight, but I can be snarky. I can be dismissive. I can be, you know. Oh, yeah, you're always doing that thing to me where you, you <laughs> wave your hand in front of me. You're like, and you turn your head and you go, ugh. Like, ugh, my God. I mean. Like Botox. When you heard I uh, Botox, you're like, see, people? Don't even get me started, but whatever. That will be another topic. Okay. I just want to say that you do have to be forgiving because things people are passionate about things and they don't say it the right way they want to get their message across but they they're they say the things wrong we all know everyone does that we all do it and so that is i think something that m my experience has sh shown me that you have to cut people breaks. I say it to right. Beth's children all the time. Give your mother a break. She's right. a good mother. You know. Or remember you just gave me that nice compliment the other day. Which was? About the being, about the Ray Donovan. Oh yeah, I told Beth, she's the Ray Donovan of mothers. She wants to fix everything. Yes. And I said, you need to retire. Your children are independent, grown women with their own lives. So turn that Ray Don those Ray Good Donovan lives. master's yes. degrees. Yes. I mean, I mean, my, Good lives. my one daughter has a master's degree from Northwestern. I mean, yes. a lot to be proud she of. She doesn't need you to, to tell you uh, what to do. Not needing well, myself. not needing. It's yes. she doesn't need your that, unsolicited advice. Well, then the question is, what do they need? Okay, wait. Let's go back to this man. So I'm I'm reading this, and then what he says is that we dominated the conversation and we treated him like he was not old enough Oof. to make his own decisions. He was trying to be the Ray Donovan of fathers. He was trying to be the Ray Donovan of fathers. And it did Oh, for Ray happen. Donovan, for people who don't know who Ray Donovan, he's a fixer. He's a fixer. He's a Hollywood <laughs> fixer. Um, but they are, they're heartbroken. That yes. This, it was like a defining moment in mm -hmm. their relationship. And I do know other peers who have lost relationships with their children over mistakes and words, and they're extremely regretful, and their adult children don't really want to hear from them, and it is heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And do I think that everybody has to be, you know, kumbaya and come together? I, no, I guess some things are deal breakers. They tell you to cut people out of your life that are not good for you but that does but sound like a toxic mistake people you know i mean there's a difference between toxic people and people that yeah, toxic people that's don't thing. ever think they're wrong right but i mean that's who you cut out you don't cut out people who you basically know i remember my mom has passed away as sad as that is but i remember years ago my mom said to me was there anything that i ever did that you could not forgive that was so bad that you could mm, not forgive. That's a deep question. It was a deep question. And, you know, it would it could make me start crying right now just thinking that she asked it. It was just a conversation. It wasn't like in the middle of a, you know, disagreement or anything like that. It was just a conversation. 
And the truth is I couldn't, I really could not think of anything for myself. There was one thing I kind of thought and which is not your fight which is but my the point is is that my mom was a good mom yes. and that's what i said to her what by me saying any of this something that would have happened 50 years ago yeah it would not have changed anything it would have just hurt her so and but she didn't do anything is, unforgivable exactly i don't have anything I, in my life that i consider to be unforgivable and it was not unforgivable it definitely was not unforgivable it was every this is what I said to my mom at that time and how I really do feel about for myself is that I know my mom made every decision that she thought was right for us. Yeah. She never made a decision thinking putting herself first or uh, I mean putting herself first in a bad way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, I don't know, like she wasn't an addict or she didn't, you know, I mean it wasn't, she was like a really very, very good mom. But she was a person, and that, and just, and by that token, mistakes, mistakes are making. But I can, I know there are things that she had regretted that I can remember that she was trying to make better, like when you were a little kid and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And knowing at the time, oh, my mom is sorry this happened. Yeah, and she's trying to let me know. Right, my mom did that too, because in some very sweet ways. Yeah, and so my point is. Is that I know with like with my own children, I know I can say without a doubt that I have never done anything that I thought would intentionally hurt them. Unfortunately, right, I have not always been on the I wasn't on the receiving end, so sometimes things were received the way they were not intended. So, and I think that's kind of how this was, and that's like going back to with my mom, who I thought was a great mom. It was like we, I would never have said anything bad to her because it would have, first of all, would have only hurt her. And it was just one, it wasn't even that big of a thing. It was yeah. just one, one decision. I and, just think. I'm a host gonna, of decisions that you're right. making for your kids every single day. I think that for this man, the part that he has, it compelled him to write this letter to say how very, very sorry they are. And they they are hoping beyond hope that that will be enough. Mm-hmm. And I hope for him that it is enough. I mean, it doesn't seem, we're not going to get the answer. We clearly have no perspective from the sun side or whatever and don't know exactly how things were said. But I think that in our lives, we have to... You know, I know everybody knows everyone makes mistakes. I mean, it's just such a saying, and it it's so true. We we have to give each other breaks. Mm-hmm. We have to because relationships are important, and mm-hmm. uh, I- especially when you know, like again, bringing it to, with our age, and we have some years on this and some perspective to this kind of stuff. It's that when you know somebody has hurt you. And there's no doubt, they, these people have acknowledged they hurt him, they were wrong, they regret it. Acknowledgement is a, worth a lot. It's worth a lot. And you know what? It is, you do have to kind of move on from some of those things. You, you know, as long as you can say that the person that did this, like, you know, his mom and dad or whatever, or your mom and dad, your friend, your, you know, your husband, whatever, 
if they said something to you that you really are still upset about, if you could try to think what the context was, if it if it was just to hurt you, that's that's an issue. Somebody yes. who is saying something just to hurt you. If it was, they've acknowledged that their reaction was bad and it was a reaction, and they regret it. Take take a look at people for how the whole. Like the whole picture. Look at the whole picture. Yeah. Don't just look at this one time, this one argument. I just think and that... And make it change every single every, thing. Yes. Like this one thing is he's going to forget about how his dad helped him get into college or took him to college and, mm-hmm. you know, made sure they were, there was money for college or... You know, was it all the baseball games or, right. you know, was encouraging when he wanted to do one thing or the other thing. You can't forget all the good because there was one bad We're assuming moment. that there was good. We are assuming that there's yeah, good. There's Most always, people, yeah, I mean, you're right. Good. Well, unless there's abuse or whatever. But I, I do think that sometimes people are quick to put ends to relationships without working on them. The truth of the matter is when you make a mistake in a relationship, a parent-child relationship, a spouse relationship, if you truly are sorry and you acknowledge, I, I think that there's you should get credit for that. Mm-hmm. I, I really do because I think so many times people can't acknowledge, well, that's the way you took it, but that's not my problem. If you truly acknowledge that you handled something poorly, you spoke, you know, you spoke when it wasn't, when you were asked for your opinion or whatever, that you, if you acknowledge it and are remorseful, I think that some relationships should be um, saved. Because, exactly. and particularly like parent-child relationship, exactly. just cutting people out. I, I don't know. I, I, it's just, it's extremely sad. It's just really, really sad. So, on a happier note, we're coming to the end of our first podcast. Oh my gosh. Okay, Barb, I had this. I came across this. I sent this to you when I was trying to convince you that we would be good podcasters, which okay. the jury is still out. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, but I that. have had fun afternoon. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun way to pass the time. Yeah, it's, it's the exactly. way we pass the time anyway. Exactly. Except we're not floating, and it is a beautiful yeah, day. We're but not that's floating. Okay. We're, we're here for the people. Yes. So I sent this to Barb. I had seen it, and um, when I was trying to, you know, convince her that we were that we our um, expertise or our opinions would be useful. Yeah, that we have value. That we have value. <laughs> and that we need to do something more in our lives than just float. Anyway, so this is what it is. It says, your first workout will be bad. Your first That's podcast true. will be bad. Your first video will be bad. Your first speech will be bad. Your first article will be bad. But you can't make your 100th without making your first. So put your ego aside and start. We started. We started. We're podcasting. High five. There you go. All right. Thank you. So, like remember. I said, remember you can write us letters or e- letters. How old am I? Email. That was so embarrassing. It really was. It, <laughs> disregard. Disregard. Email us at we are not your mothers at gmail.com. Um, and until next time. Until next time. I'm Barb. And I'm Beth. All right, live your lives. Be kind. Be kind.
Thanks for listening today. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe. And don't forget, be kind. And trust your gut.